Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Oh my God, it's the final Erie Elementary book. And I know Peyton's enjoying this, but I'm happy that this is going to be done. Because I think I am just ready, ready for Judy Moody. Yeah, I'll make you hot chocolate as soon as this is done. And McKenna's coming over, so you guys might meet McKenna. Hey, hey, hey. She's going to be here in like 20 minutes. All right, Erie Elementary. Oh, but listen to this. Book 10. The end of Orson Erie. I know, it's too crinkly. This book is brand new. I don't know if anybody's ever read it. Holy moly. Chapter 1. Almost Erie Day. These pumpkins are small, said Sam Graves. I wish we were carving huge ones. Every student in the school was gathered in the cafeteria for a special lunchtime activity. They were carving pumpkins for the upcoming Erie Day celebration. Erie Day was a local holiday celebrating the history of the town Erie. Oh, I wonder if this is kind of, they're trying to emulate Salem. Instead of saying Salem, they said Erie. Sam's friend Antonio grinned. Erie Day is one good thing about living here, he said. We get like two Halloweens each year, and this year, Erie Day falls on Friday. Their friends, Lu- their friend Lucy said, that means we can stay up late and we don't have to rush home. Best of all, it's only two days away. My favorite part of Erie Day is it... Uh, my favorite part is the Erie Day haunted house, Antonio said. He leaned over and whispered, I'm not sure why, but I have a feeling that this year's haunted house is going to be extra scary. Sam pointed at Lucy's pumpkin and laughed. Is that one of Antonio's famous sandwiches? Lucy Lucy nodded. Yep. Lucy had carved an outline of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into her pumpkin. Antonio always carried a peanut butter and jelly, the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a PB and J in his pocket. Two can play at that game, Antonio said. He carved big round eyes into his pumpkin. This is how wide your eyes will be at the haunted house, because you'll be so scared. When Sam looked down at his pumpkin, he gasped. He had unknowingly carved a mustache into it. The mustache curled up like Orson Eries. Oh my gosh, I think we're literally the first person to read this book. It's brand new. Cool. Well, I mean, not the book ever, but like this copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Orson Erie was a mad scientist who had built Erie Elementary almost 100 years ago. But Orson Erie did, didn't deserve to be celebrated on Erie Day. He was evil. He found a way to live forever. He became the school. The school was alive. Erie Elementary was a living, breathing thing that fed on students. Sam was the, old, was the school hall monitor. Lucy and Antonio were assistant hall monitors. Together, they kept the students and the teachers safe. Just then, a strange feeling crawled through Sam. As hall monitor, Sam could feel when something bad was going to happen. Suddenly, Sam's pumpkin leapt off the table. Antonio and Lucy's did too. Students and teachers screamed, Ah! The pumpkins were coming to life. Their carved mouths opened and closed. Monstrous pumpkins leapt through the air. Some rolled after teachers. Others chased after students. Antonio exclaimed, We're under attack! 
Chapter 2, Pumpkin Clash. The school's lunchroom was a battleground. The pumpkins charged after the students and the teachers. Okay, well, finally they see something happening, right? Yeah. Finally. What's happening, yelled Sam, ducking down beneath his friends. Maybe pumpkins don't like getting carved, Antonio exclaimed. They want, I bet they want revenge. The only one who wants revenge is Lucy. Oh, Lucy said is, or, <laughs> the only one who wants revenge, Lucy said, is Orson Erie. Sam, Lucy, Lucy, and Antonio dashed to the center of the room. All of them, around, all around them, they saw complete chaos. Students and teachers dove beneath tables. Pumpkins hurled themselves like dodgeballs. They exploded against the walls. Pumpkin seeds filled the air like confetti. The monster pumpkins are everywhere, exclaimed Antonio. How do we stop them? How do you, how do you stop a monster pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Um, um, um. But I smash it? No. Yeah, look, splutch. <laughs> Lucy snatched up a lunch tray. She flicked a glob of mac and cheese and then held the tray high. We take pumpkins down, she said, one by one. That won't be easy, Sam said. Sam and Antonio grabbed trays. They were ready for battle. More than a dozen angry pumpkins came bouncing towards the hall monitors. They're closing in, Lucy shouted. From all sides, Antonio added. Maybe One... next time they should carve squash. Yeah, that's a good idea. One smirking pumpkin launch- launched itself at Sam. Its orange fanged mouth chomped. Snap, snap. Sam swung the lunch tray and the pumpkin exploded Gooey, stringy bits splattered Sam. An instant later, plop, plomp, plamp, flomp. All of the pumpkins in the room suddenly dropped to the floor like stones. The battle was over. Antonio scrunched up his nose. Um, I'm confused. You hit one pumpkin, but they all stopped attacking? Lucy nodded. That was oddly easy. Too easy, said Sam. Slowly, students and teachers crept out from their hiding posts. Some wiped pumpkin seeds from their clothes. Others pulled pumpkin guts from their hair. Sam's mind raced. Usually the school attacks in secret, but this time everyone saw. Everyone watched as pumpkins come to life. Just then, a voice boomed from the hallway. Open this door at once. Chapter 3. Very Special Effects. Principal Winnick burst into the lunchroom. What happened in here, he demanded. His, he eyed the students and teachers. Everyone was covered in pumpkin goo. Before Principal Winnick could say anything else, Mr. Nakobe, the old man who ca- took care of Erie Elementary, rushed over. Special effects, Mr. Nakobe called out. I'm using the pumpkins to test out our new Erie Day effects. Sam grinned. Mr. Nakobe always oh, shows up when we need him. him. Yep. Many years ago, Mr. Nakobe had been Erie Elementary's first hall monitor. He had chosen Sam to be hall monitor. He told Sam the terrible truth about the school. I'll get this all cleaned up, Mr. Nakobe told the principal, Winnick. Principal, the principal flicked all a pumpkin seed from his shoe. Very convincing effects, Principal Winnick said. And they have to be... The principal Winnick stepped in the center of the room. Students... I have news, he announced. This eerie day, our school will be hosting a haunted hayride on the soccer field. Sam looked at his friends nervously, but then, ring, the recess bell, Lucy said. Come on. Sam started following his friends. He stopped when he felt a hand on his shoulder. It was Principal Winnick. 
Sam Graves, the principal, said the fourth and fifth grade graders will be building a haunted hayride after school today. Since you are head hall monitor, would you mind staying late to watch over things? Sam nodded. Sure thing, Principal Winnick. As Sam made his way to recess, he overheard his classmates. Sam was surprised. Everyone believed Mr. Nicobe's special effects story. No one was taking was talking about the monstrous pumpkins. Instead, they chattered about the haunted hayride and how exciting it would be to have it their school. But Sam was not that excited. He was worried, worried that Orson Erie was up to something awful. Chapter 4, Recess Reasoning. Sam and Lucy and Antonio huddled together at the tetherball court at recess. They were far away from other students. They needed to talk serious business. The school has never been attacked in such a risky way, and it's never been given up so easily, Said Sam said as he hit the tetherball. Why now? Orson must be starving, Antonio said. He smacked the ball back. Lucy dodged the fast-swinging ball, and then it hit towards Antonio. If the school is that hungry, Lucy said, a big attack is definitely coming. Mm-mm. That... that sent a chill down Sam's spine. He hit the ball hard as he as the bell rang. Then the fault he followed his friends back to class. Ta- Sam was terrified. Orson Erie was no longer hiding. Maybe he was done. I guess, but it's like why now? Hmm. That made the monster school even more dangerous. The afternoon seemed to drag on forever ring maybe because he's preparing for the hay rot maybe yep ring at last the final bell rang sam and his friends stepped outside the fourth and fifth graders had begun building the hay ride some kids moved huge bales of hay that's heavy good for them others set up decorations two students drove a small tractor that pulled a wagon Principal Winnick asked me to stay until they finished building the hayride, Sam said. We'll stay too, Lucy offered. Happy to help, Antonio added. Sam laughed. I can handle this, you guys. It'll be a cinch. But soon after his friends left, Sam wished that they had stayed. He he studied the hayride nervously, searching for any sign of Orson Erie, but it all seemed quiet. By the time the fourth and fifth graders finished the hayride, the sun was setting. Sam waited to make sure that no one stayed behind. Then he set out. He was walking across the soccer field when he heard a loud creaking. The s- Oh, he looked over the school. Two jack-o'-lanterns flickered in the windows like eyes. This, look it. That wasn't me. Is a dog in here? Gee, many Christmas. We have dogs that have very smelly farts. Oh, my God. I know. It smells really bad. I didn't do it. Oh, my God. Holy mother of God. Okay. Two Jacqueline. Okay. The school is watching me, Sam said. I'm getting out of here. Now, the shortest route was through the hayride path. Okay. We just opened the door. And, oh, my gosh. Our dog so farted outside of the door. And his and, butt was facing... And <laughs> we can smell it in Peyton's room. Gee, many... Okay, I'm sorry. Dog farts are literally... I literally thought it was you, Peyton. I was like, Peyton! Oh, my gosh. 
That smells like something died in his body. <laughs> okay. The shortest route was through the hayride path. Straw crunched beneath Sam's feet. Bales of hay towered over him. Wind whipped down the path. Sam jammed his hands into his pockets and walked faster. But soon, he came up upon the, the tractor wagon. They blocked his path. That's weird, Sam thought. The students put the tractor and the wagon away. His stomach felt tight. He turned back the way he'd come. I'd rather take the long way than pass those creepy things. Clank. Sam looked behind them. him. The wagon had unhitched itself from the tractor. Its wheels were starting to turn. A wagon can't move without a trailer. I mean, without a tractor and without someone driving a tractor, he thought. The wagon was alive and it was coming for Sam. Chapter 5. Horrible Hayride. I need to get out of here, Sam thought. He quickly ran past the tractor. He raced through the hayride towards the exit, but the most monstrous wagon was hot in his heels. The wagon's rusty wheels sounded like a buzz of an insect. Tisk tisk tisk. Sam saw the end of a path up ahead. I'm nearly to freedom. Orson Erie's powers won't work off school grounds, but the wheels squeaked louder. The wagon was catching up to him. Then, slam! Ah! Sam cried out. The wagon slammed into him and he tumbled backwards onto the wagon bed. Sam gripped the sides of the wagon as it took off like a rocket. It whipped around the corners. He was nearly, he nearly flung off, off as it went on two wheels. Coming around the turn, Sam saw the doors to Erie Elementary swing open. No! Sam yelled. The school doors were like a hungry mouth. Red lights glowed inside. Erie Elementary looked ready to eat, and the wagon was delivering its main course. Sam. Chapter 6. The End of the Ride. The speeding wagon carried Sam towards Erie Elementary's open mouth. I'm about to be Orson's dinner, Sam thought, but then... Gar! Sam heard an engine growl. He looked around to see where it came from. But... Curse slam! Something hit the wagon. Whoa! Sam cried. He was thrown from the wagon and landed in a hay pile. Hey, Sam! A familiar voice called out. Are you starting the eerie day celebrations without us? Sam blinked. Antonio and Lucy were driving the tractor. They had rammed into the wagon. Let's take care of that monstrous wagon, Lucy said as she climbed down from the driver's seat. But the wagon was no longer monstrous. It lay still. The wheels spun harmlessly. Erie Elementary's door slammed shut. The attack was over. Sam sagged against the hay bale and caught his breath. Good timing, you guys, but how did you know I was in trouble, he asked. I called you to see if you got home okay, Lucy said, and your mom said she hadn't seen you. So I called Antonio, and I was like, Sam's in trouble, Antonio said. So here we are, Lucy said with a smile. Sam shook his head. That wagon was going to feed on me, feed me to Orson, but the moment it was hit by the tractor, it stopped. It didn't fight back or anything. That was easy, Lucy said as she began walking home, just like the pumpkins this morning. It's two easy battles in a row, Antonio said. It's almost like he's skipping. What if he's getting weaker? Yeah, it's almost like he's skipping down the sidewalk and we're really getting the hang of this monitor thing. Lucy, suddenly Lucy stopped. Her eyes were wide as she grabbed her friends. Antonio, what happens when you go too long without eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Uh, oh man, Antonio groaned. I can barely move. 
Exactly, Lucy said. You're so hungry that you're weak. I think that's what's happening to Erie Elementary. We've Yes, that's exactly what you said. We've defeated it time after time, and now the school is starving. We defeated it easily because it's weak, and Orson Erie is getting desperate. Those words hung in the air. It made sense. Sam knew that they would have to be braver than ever before. This is our moment, Sam said, and now is the time to risk everything. Now is the time to defeat Orson Erie for good. Lucy and Antonio nodded, but they all had the same thought. How? Principal Winnick continued, the haunt continued. Oh, did I miss a page? Yes, but how? Chapter 7, Haunting. It was Thursday morning. Sam, Lucy, and Antonio were sitting in Mrs. Grinker's class. The loudspeaker crackled. It was Principal Winnick. This is a very important celebration. The haunted house was going to be held at Jasper Erie's mansion, but there has been a change of plans. Sam glanced at Lucy and Antonio. Jasper Erie was a great-great-grandson of Orson Erie. He lived in Orson Erie's old house. He had been a substitute teacher at Erie Elementary and had helped all the monitor, all helped the hall monitors more than once. Principal Winnick continued, The haunted house will now be held here, inside Erie Elementary. Students erupted with excitement, but the hall monitors knew what this meant. Sam whispered, no question, Orson Erie's biggest attack ever will be tomorrow night, and we will defeat him, Lucy said, once and for all. He's so weak this should be easy, Antonio said, grinning. All we need now is a plan, Sam added. The rest of the day would be a blur. Lessons canceled so that students could decorate the haunted school. When the final bell rang, Sam had an idea. Let's go talk to Jasper Erie, he said to Antonio. And Lucy, maybe he's host, not hosting the haunted house because he's discovered something about Orson Erie. Maybe he found a weakness that we can use. Good thinking, said Lucy. The hall monitors headed across town. Erie day banners hung from lampposts. Posters were plastered on mailboxes. Finally, they reached Jasper's ear, Jasper Erie's house. It looked creepier than usual. The windows dropped, drooped like sad, spooky eyes. The house splintered wooden body the house's splintered wooden body seemed tired. Geez, Jasper wouldn't even need to decorate. This house looks haunted, said Antonio. Well, let's hope Jasper knows something that can help us batter the mon- battle the monstrous school. Batter. Batter. Which is about to be a haunted house, Lucy interrupted. Sam, Lucy, no. and Antonio walked up to the front steps. Yeah, the school's gonna be at a haunted house. Yeah, oh, I thought mm-hmm. they said the, his house. Oh, no. Sam started to knock on the door when Jasper Erie flung it open and exclaimed, I saw Orson last night. Chapter 8, Jasper's Nightmare. Orson Erie was here, Jasper said. Sam, Antonio, and Lucy nervously looked around and they stepped inside. Orson was off school ground, Sam asked. Yes, Jasper said, I saw him in my dreams. Really? <laughs> But he was so real. I'm sure he was here. Sam and his friends sighed. Well, it was just a nightmare. Sam wasn't surprised. Jasper was a scaredy cat. He wouldn't even go near the school anymore. Jasper shakily headed to the kitchen and sat down. Orson Erie's journals, notes, and diaries were stacked everywhere. After I agreed to host the haunted house, I started having nightmares, Jasper exclaimed. The nightmares got worse every day. That got worse as Eerie Day got closer. Last night, I dreamt I was surrounded by Orson Eeries like an army. Sam 
gasped an army of Orson Eries, Jasper continued. So I called the principal Winnick this morning and explained that I was too frightened to host the haunted house at my house. We're all frightened, Sam thought, but we can't quit. We have to defeat Orson tomorrow, once and for all. Jasper, Lucy said, we need your help finding the Orson's ultimate weakness. It's the only way we stand a chance. Jasper shook his head. I'm afraid I don't have a clue what Orson's weakness is. Let's get to work, said Sam. We must find something. They began reading Orson's journals and diaries. They searched and searched. Soon, the sun was setting and they hadn't found anything. Sam sighed. It felt hopeless, but then... Look, guys, Antonio exclaimed, Orson's journal entry from September 6, 1923, the day the school opened. Antonio read the entry aloud. I will become Erie Elementary. I will live forever by feeding on students. My powers will spread and grow. Sam shivered. Antonio turned the final page. His voice was a whisper as he read the last words Orson ever wrote. And nothing will stand in my way. Everyone was quiet. But Orson Erie was wrong, Lucy said. Something did stand in his way. Us, the hall monitors. Antonio pounded the table. Right, we've defeated Orson before and we'll do it again. Sam nodded. But this time, we'll need more. Count me out, said Jasper. His voice shook. I'm sorry, but I was scared before I had my nightmares. Jasper's terrifying nightmares gave Sam an idea. An army. I've got a plan, said Sam. It's going to sound crazy, but if it works... Orson Erie will be gone forever. Sam pulled out his hall monitor sash. He gripped it so tight and then, rip, Sam tore his sash in half. What are you doing? Antonio exclaimed. Sam was so nervous. His plan was crazy and he wasn't sure it was going to work, but he was sure that Orson would never see it coming. Lucy, Antonio, call your parents. Tell them that you'll be home late, Sam replied. It's going to be a long night. They got to work. Chapter 9, The First Sash At last Friday, at last it was Friday, eerie day. The morning bell hadn't rung yet, but Sam, Lucy, and Antonio were already in the principal's off, Principal Winnick's office. They had to set their plan in motion. Principal Winnick, Sam said, we'd like to volunteer to lead visitors through the haunted house, haunted house school tonight. Mr. Winnick leaned back. Hmm, well, there will be lots of people attending. Students, teachers, parents, and other townspeople. And as hall monitors, you know the school better than anyone, he said. Okay, the job is yours. The friends ex exchanged an excited glance to the, as they left the office. So far, so good, Antonio carried a duffel bag. Uh, so far, so good. Antonio carried a duffel bag. And it was full of last night's hard work. Sam grinned. Guys, our plan will work. Yank. A hand grabbed Lucy's backpack and a strap of Antonio's bag, and they were yanked into the janitor's closet. This was no ordinary closet. It was a real... It, its rear wall began to move. Soon, a secret door opened, and there was a hidden room. The room was dark, and it smelled wet. It was the same room where Sam had begun his journey as hall monitor. Mr. Nicobe stood in the shadows. I apologize for scaring you, but secrecy is important. No one can see what I'm about to give to you. Mr. Nicobe held a small glass box. It looked like a box for storing a prize baseball. Tonight, you'll need all the help that you can get, he said. I am too weak for battle, but this might help you. The friends crowded around. This box contains my hall monitor sash from years ago, said Mr. Nicobe. 
Sam leaned in. The orange sash was faded, yet it seemed to glow. It reminded Sam of Mr. Nicobe himself, worn around all the edges, yet still strong. Your sash looks like it's seen some action, Sam said softly. For real, said Antonio. So cool, Lucy added. Oh, yes, said Mr. Nicobe, but there are story- those are stories for another time. Sam took the box. Holding it, he felt stronger and braver. Thank you, Mr. Nicobe, he said. This might give us an edge we need to defeat Orson Erie once and for all. Well, let us hope, Mr. Nicobe said. Now, hurry to class. It will be nighttime before you know it. Chapter 10. The school, the school day was finally over. Oh, chapter 10. Haunted ha- halls. Haunted halls. The school day was finally over. The three hall monitors stood on the steps of Erie Elementary. Everyone else in town was enjoying Erie's day festivities. The sun was setting. It cast purple shadows across the school, giving it a spooky glow. The haunted house decorations made the school look creepier than usual. Any minute now, said Sam, Orson will strike. It had been less than one year since Sam had learned the truth about Orson Erie, since Sam and Orson had become enemies. In that short period, Sam and Orson had battled many times. But if my plan works, Sam thought, tonight's battle will be our last. Look, Lucy said, nudging to her friends. Hundreds of people walked across the field, and they were drinking lemonade, eating treats, and laughing. The parade downtown must be over, said Antonio. It looks like everyone's having fun, Sam said. He swallowed. They have no idea what scary strangeness is about to happen. The townspeople lined up for the haunted hayride, but Mr. Nicobe led a group of ten parents and kids to the hall monitors. Sam glanced over at Antonio and Lucy. He knew that they, what they were thinking, and they were thinking the same thing. Everything we've done as hall monitors has led to this moment, this, to this walk through the school. Antonio used his best speaking voice to greet his group. Welcome to the terrifying tour of our haunted school. Welcome to Erie Elementary. The students giggled nervously. Grown-ups smiled. Lucy opened the front door. A mad scientist named Orson Erie created the school, she said as the group filed in. Some say he's still part of the school and that this e- and that his evil fills the halls. Prepare to be scared. And keep an eye out for the monstrous Orson Erie. The hall monitors took turns speaking. Sam said, legend says that only hall monitors can stop the monstrous haunted school. Antonio held up the shiny sash. Everyone watched. This orange sash is a symbol of the hall monitor's power. Lucy, Antonio, and I are hall monitors, Sam continued. But tonight, we need an army of hall monitors to help us fight. So tonight, Lucy said, you will all be hall monitors. Antonio opened the duffel bag, and it was full of brand new orange sashes with Jasper's help. It, uh, even with Jasper's help, it took all night to make, to sew them. These sashes are the only things that will keep you safe, Sam said. Put yours on before it's too late. Clang! Suddenly, the doors slammed shut. I know. Suddenly, the doors slammed shut. There was no turning back. The only way out was defeating Orson Erie. Chapter 11, Greatest Hits. Everyone stick together, Sam told his group. This is a school of horrors. We won't want you to get caught up in its evil horrors, like scary horror. We don't want you to get caught up in its evil web. Sam steered the group towards a dark, creepy hallway. Lucy and Antonio followed to make sure that there were no stragglers. Kids clung to parents. They all pushed through the cottony cobwebs past the paper skeletons. 
The volcano spewed hot lava across the floor. Sam shouted, everyone, show your sashes. The group seemed excited and scared, and everyone held out their orange sashes. The volcano howled. It shrieked. Then, poof, it collapsed. A single, in a single puff of smoke, Oh, a single puff of smoke drifted from the small crater that remained. The plan is working, Orson thought. Uh, Sam thought. Orson is too weak to fight an entire hall monitor army. Antonio whispered to Sam and Lucy, The sashes are like cloves of garlic in a vampire movie. Orson can't stand them. They continued down the hall, the dark hallways. They ducked beneath the dangling rubbery spiders. In the art room, a massive clay T-Rex snarled and licked its lips. Everyone gasped. It stomped towards the group. Antonio commanded, everyone, show your sashes. The clay creature howled. Then it melted and disappeared. Hey, that's the same thing. You know. The group pressed on. Orsonieri appeared again and again, and each time the f- in a form that they had seen before. And each time it was defeated by the power of the hall monitor's army. Orson is only taking forms we've seen before, Lucy whispers, because he's weak, Antonio replied. He doesn't have enough power to create anything new. I can sense him, Sam added. He is hurting. The sashes frightened him. Lucy nodded. We're almost at the end of the haunted house. Then it will be the end of haunted, of Orson Erie once and for all. But Lucy was wrong. Sam was wrong. They were all wrong. The battle wasn't even close to over. Chapter 12, Not So Fast. Sam led the group to the final hallway of the haunted house tour. The friends gasped when they saw what waited for them there. An artist's easel stood at the end of the hallway. A painting of Orson Erie stared back at them. That painting doesn't belong there, Antonio said. It was just hanging in the front hallway, Lucy added. But here it is now, Sam said, blocking the way out. The lights flickered. The hall darkened. The strange shadows ran across the lockers. The group quietly inched towards the exit. Sam felt a painting pull him closer like a magnet. The painting shimmered and the colors swirled. As Orson's face came alive, his voice was weak. I do not understand. How do all of these sashes have powers? Sam stepped towards the painting. I'll tell you how, he said. We sewed a piece of my sash inside all of these sashes. I've shared my hall monitor powers. Orson's painting mouth opened, but it was voice no longer came from the painting. It came from the halls. Do you mean that every one of these sashes contains a piece of door sash? The air turned ice cold. Sam heard, a ner- had heard nervous whispers. He saw that the group was scared, really scared. Orson's terrifying voice had cut through them. They know something bad is about to happen, Sam thought. They know it isn't a part of the tour. They probably want to run. Sam understood. Orson's booming voice made Sam want to run too. But he had a job to do, and they had to show they had to show Orson that he wasn't scared. Sam pointed to the painting. That's right. You're outnumbered, Orson Erie, Lucy shouted. You might have many forms, but we have many hall monitors, Antonio added. Everyone, show your sashes. But not a single sash was waved. The group was scared stiff. The lights flashed faster and faster. Then, suddenly, click. Everything went dark. The only light was from the moonlight through the windows. Boom. A flame appeared. It floated in midair. 
The flame's heat made everyone take a step back. I will never leave, bellowed Orson. I am Erie Elementary. The flame grew brighter and hotter. Sam realized what it was becoming. Orson Erie was taking the form of an enormous pumpkin, but it was terrifying. It was a terrifying jumbled mess of form. The pumpkin was made from bits of cobwebs and creepy decorations. The flame burned within its mouth. Behind them, the students shrieked. It's okay, Antonio told the group. This is all part of the haunted house experience. Sam doubted anyone believed Antonio. He had seen their fearful faces. Now the monstrous pumpkin charged towards them. He had to get everyone to safety. Run, yelled Sam. I I know. Chapter 13, Pump the Brakes. In an instant, the entire group tour was racing towards the exit. It was a stampede. This way, Antonio cried as he flung the door open. The group raced outside to safety. Then, clang, the door leapt from Antonio's hand and snapped shut. He tugged it, but it wouldn't budge. Come on, we can escape the main exit. Out the main exit, Sam cried, pulling his friends down another hallway. The pumpkin charged after the hall monitors. They raced down the long halls. If they could just stay ahead of that monstrous pumpkin. But wham, bam. The huge pumpkin slammed into Lucy and Antonio. They were knocked to the side. Sam wanted to run back to get them. But he couldn't because the pumpkin was still barreling towards him. Finally, Sam threw himself into the exit doors. He felt his sash tremble. Orson was growing weaker. Weak enough that, clang, the doors opened. Sam stumbled off the steps. He saw people watching. Everyone could see what was happening. The monstrous pumpkin bounced down the steps after Sam. Sam scurried backwards. You won't win, Orson. Creating more hall monitors was clever, Sam Graves, Orson said. But without Lucy and Antonio, you cannot overpower me. You are strong, but not not strong enough. Mr. Nakobe was a better hall monitor than you. I thought, I thought, a thought sprang into Sam's head. Mr. Nakobe's sash. Sam reached into his bag and yanked out Mr. Nic- the sash Mr. Nakobe had given him that morning. The pumpkin flinched. It rolled to a stop. What's that? Orson asked. Sam opened the box and grabbed the old sash. It felt warm in his hands. There was a power in its threads. Can't- Sam could feel it making him stronger. The monster's glowing eyes flashed with anger. Then its huge mouth opened wide. Sam felt Orson's hot breath on his face. He closed his eyes and braced for the bite. Chapter 14. Snagged. But Orson's bite never came. Sam wasn't pumpkin food. He slowly opened his eye and he was staring into a snapping mouth of the monster. He saw stringy, drippy insides of the pumpkin. The Orson pumpkin wrestled and shook, but it wasn't coming any closer. Something held it back. Sam heard the rumble rumble of an engine assistant hall monitors to the rescue antonio shouted we got him sam lucy yelled sam peered around the angry pumpkin sam saw his friends driving the trap tractor on the hayride lucy and antonio had thrown the coils of the thick rope around the pumpkin some circled around its thick stem others other coils were tight against the pumpkin's monstrous mouth Orson was like a dog on a very strong leash. Sam felt the townspeople watching Orson Erie, uh, w- watching them. 
Hoarse and eerie must have felt it too because he suddenly pulled with all of his might. He tugged the str- with the strength of elephants. Roar! The monster growled. The tractor wheels spun and the engine smoked. The machine's strength was being tested. I will not be defeated, Horse and Eerie roared. He pulled harder and harder, but the ground cracked. The school shook. Bricks fell. Windows broke. There was one final pull. Lucy and Antonio leapt from the tractor. And then, splurt, the pumpkin tore itself open, and strange pulpy seeds filled the air. Then a slithery, storm-like cloud, Orson and Eerie snaked out of the pumpkin. The cloud became a thick gray mist blocking the moon. The or- then Orson spoke, and his voice came from everywhere. I have not begun to fight. His trying- He's trying to scare us, Sam whispered. Well, it's working, said Lucy, taking a step back. But look, Antonio said, pointing. The mist is thinning. He's weakening. Sam gulped. This was their big moment. They needed to finish him off. Chapter 15, All Eyes on Orson. The Orson eerie mist swirled. Sam clutched Mr. Nicobe's old sash and it felt as powerful as a sword. We were always the ones who stopped you, Orson, Sam hollered, and we will always be the ones because that's our job. We're hall monitors. Memories rushed through Sam's mind. He, he recalled the many ways he and his friends had used the sash before. The sash was a symbol of their strength and friendship, and it was a symbol of good you'll never stop me stop us orson not with the power of the sash on our side sam said just then mr nicobe himself stepped in front of the crowd everyone raise your sashes sam spun around and he saw the townspeople they looked confused and scared no one seemed sure what was real and what was not real but they did what mr nicobe said one parent took a step forward and then a teacher and then a student and then they all held their sashes high oh my god look at it's even Grumpy, Miss Grumpy. Oh, yeah, Miss Grumpy Pants is there. A growl came from the thick gray mist. Orson Eerie darted and swirled, but more townspeople stepped forward. More sashes closed in. They formed a semicircle around the mist. Eerie Elementary stood like a, like a wall behind it. Be- to beat us, you need a sash of your own, Sam said. Here, I'll even let you have this one. Go on, just try and take it. I dare you. He dangled it, Mr. Nicobe's sash, in front of the swirling Orson mist. Orson's voice boomed. Your sash has stopped me before, Sam Graves, but never again. I will destroy all the sashes, and I will start with Mr. Nicobe's. The mist spun closer and closer. Then, whoop, the sash was turned ice cold. As Orson Erie entered it, it jerked into Sam's hand, and the sash whipped like a kite in a storm. I will destroy this sash. Then I will take another form and I will, will finally feed at my last power. At last my power will spread. I don't think so, Orson, Sam said. Antonio, the sash is a symbol of the hall monitor's responsibility to protect the students. And all hall monitors could never hurt the school or its students, Lucy shouted. Sam smiled. Now that you are in the sash, you can never put... The students in danger again. You're trapped in that you're trapped in that sash forever. Orson howled in anger. His cries echoed across the field. The sash shook, but it was no use. Orson was imprisoned imprisoned. Oh oh imprisoned. You tricked me, Orson yelled. This cannot be. I designed the school. 
I designed this school. I built and painted this school with my bare hands. I am Erie Elementary. I cannot be defeated. I can not. The hall monitor sash snapped like a whip and then it fell to the ground. So long, Ursineary. Ursineary. Yeah, Ursineary, chapter 16. The hall monitors looked down. The sash was limp and lifeless. Sam began to pick it up. His fingers grazed the fabric. Ow! He cried, it's hot. Lucy opened the glass box. She carefully pushed the sash inside without touching it. And like that, the battle was over. Hundreds of faces stared at Sam, Lucy, and Antonio. Parents, teachers, students, and townspeople had all seen them defeat the mad scientist, Orson Erie. Mr. Nakobe approached as he patted Sam on the shoulder, then turned to the crowd. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's haunted house. All the incredible, incredibly realistic special effects and your three amazing guides. No one seemed to know what to say. Everyone was stunned. An unexpected sound broke the silence. Applause. Jasper had refused to set foot on the school grounds for months, but he was there now and he was clapping for the hall monitors. Soon, everyone clapped. Principal Winnick stepped forward. That was very bizarre, but I do believe that this haunted house was the best eerie day haunted house ever. Please, another round of applause for Mr. Nakobe's special effects and for your guides. Mr. Nakobe and the hall monitors stood together. Sam waved awkwardly to his mom. Finally, the crowd headed home. Sam saw Principal Winnick speaking to Jasper. Jasper was smiling and nodding. Sam guessed Jasper might soon be a full-time teacher at Erie Elementary. I'll take my box, said Mr. Nakobe. It's all yours, Antonio replied, smiling as he handed it over. Congratulations, hall monitors. You've done what I could never do. You've defeated Orson Erie once and for all, said Mr. Nakobe. Let's head inside and put this box somewhere safe. The three friends followed Mr. Nakobe inside. The school's walls, lockers, and the ceiling seemed brighter. It was as if the school had been sick, but it now was healthy again. And that's that, Mr. Nakobe said. He placed the box inside the trophy cabinet. Mr. Nakobe looked at Sam. Sam sensed that there were many things that the old man wanted to tell him, but instead, Mr. Nakobe smiled softly and turned. He walked slowly down the long halls, then disappeared around the corner, gone. With Orson Erie finally defeated, the hall monitor's work was done. Sam shared a look with Antonio and Lucy. He felt like he should say something, but what? So, um, the past year has been, well, Lucy scrunched up her forehead. Scary? Strange? Weird? Fun? Antonio laughed. How about all of the above? Sam chuckled. Oh, and one more. In honor. Antonio and Lucy both gave Sam a slap on the back. They were happy Orson Erie was no longer a threat, but Sam had a feeling that in some way they would all be missing hall they would miss being hall monitors. Sam thought back to the beginning when Mr. Nakobe chose him. He didn't want to be hall monitor then, but now he had Antonio and Lucy. He and Antonio and Lucy had grown so much. Together they had saved the school and saved an one another more time save one another more times than sam could count what would happen now sam did not know the only thing 
thing Sam knew was this. If Erie Elementary ever needed them again, he and Lucy and Antonio would be there. Friends, hall monitors, heroes. And that is it for the Erie Elementary School series. What'd you guys think? Good? Well, you missed the, basically the whole book. You just came for the last two chapters. <laughs> okay, girls, say goodbye. Bye. Peyton? Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh.